prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Be good if I open my mic up, right? Hey, hey, welcome back to Supreme Radio. Today is Tuesday. Today is the day that I am joined by my co-host, Coach Rob Regish, uh, to do the Blueprint Power Hour, where he answers your questions about fitness, health, anti-aging, training, supplementation, drugs, and everything in between. Uh, I have a quick announcement to make. I want to do this at the top of the show. Um, those of you who followed me for my entire uh, career on podcasting, and radio No, about 12 years ago, I started talking about doing a show called open season on men because I was going through a terrible divorce that literally has destroyed me financially to this day. It's still, it's still, it's still burning a hole in my soul financially. And, um, but I've never done open season on men because I, I met a girl that I fell in love with and I thought, you know, it wasn't really important, but it is important today. It really is because I'm watching men literally get uh, kicked to the curb every single day. Uh, toxic masculinity is nonsense. Uh, men are being literally abused by society today. Uh, more of us are addicted to drugs and alcohol. More of us in my, uh, mental institutions. More of us are incarcerated in jails. Uh, we More of us commit suicide successfully than women. Uh, more men commit suicide every single year than women. Um, we are the disposable gender. Uh, it's okay for us to go to war and die, but if a woman goes to war and dies, oh, it's really a terrible thing. Uh, you just have to look at hunting. Uh, you can go out and shoot as many bears as you want, but uh, female bears, there's a number of that you can take. Uh, and so the, the, the female in every uh, species is, is regarded much uh, more valuable than men. And women have done an amazing job since suffrage uh, gaining strength, uh, and everything else that they need in today's society. And, and now it's at a point where they're actually, uh, gaining it at the expense of men. Uh, men are not the stronger group anymore by any means. And, uh, it's really time for men to push back or we're just going to become literally like wiped out. We are, uh, everything about men today is like, is not good. And nothing about us is good anymore. And so John Romano, who has a huge following, he wrote for Muscular Development for years and years, and I are launching next week, the first episode, it'll be a weekly podcast called Open Season on Men. We have just launched the hashtag men to hashtag M-E-N-T-O-O. We want people to start using it when they share the show. Uh, and we are going to do our best to give men a voice again. Uh, and make men just as important as women. This is not a show. This is not going to be an anti-woman show. Uh, we're not going to bash women. Uh, this is not going to be a show where we promote ideas that are at the expense of women. But we are, it's time for men to open their mouths and start pushing back about the unfairness of things that happen to them. And, uh, and the reality is that we're hoping to mobilize opinions, uh, uh, superhuman, uh, super, uh, Open Season on Men will have a website. We will be on all the podcast directories once we publish our first show. And uh, the idea is that this show is for uh, strong men and the women who love them. Because we have women who love us 
Just like the other side says we're horrible people, there's an equal number of women that say we're great people. And we're going to start to try to change the opinion uh, about where men are today. So with that being said, I will introduce uh, my co-host. Calling all Blueprint Army. Fall in line. It's time for the Blueprint Power Hour with Coach Rob Regish on the Superhuman Radio Network. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing great. That is a fantastic idea for a show. I can't recall who wrote the book, but there's there's one out there. It's called The War on Boys. Mm-hmm. And you'll see, yeah, it's a it's an incredible read on how society has been progressively devaluing bo- um, boys and, of course, men. And, and it goes on at all levels of society. It's really sad. You know, uh, it's not just devaluing now. Uh, men are the reason for every problem in the world today. If you li- yes. if you listen to the, the most vocal people today, toxic masculinity is nonsense. There's toxic femininity. There's women out there who are asserting uh, their desire to make everyone feminine. Men are not doing that. I, no men are going out there and saying, "Oh, you got to be more manly. You got to be this way." You gotta, no, but women are telling us constantly that we need to be less masculine. And that's just nonsense. There's no, there's no such thing as toxic masculinity. There's not. There are idiots can, that are men, and there are idiots that are women. And it has nothing to do with their estrogen or testosterone levels. Yeah, and, you know, you can see the fallout in society. You know, a lot of men out there today are soft, or they're real soft. And I'll tell you what, the next time planes fly into buildings, they're going to be looking around saying, where'd all the real men go? Yeah, well, exactly. You killed, exactly. You exactly. killed them off. Yeah. So it, it's going to be a great show. And we are not going to just uh, get on and rant about things. We're going to have legitimate people. We already have ideas for our first shows with anthropologists. There's actually a person out there who created the uh, formulary for how uh, alimony is calculated. And, the, and, and, and he came out years later and said there's a mistake in it, but the courts haven't fixed it. And so it unfairly uh, 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 weighs people with alimony that they shouldn't have to pay. And why is this important? Well, most of the time alimony is paid by men, but there's going to be a lot of women that are going to want to hear this show too because there's a lot of women who are the breadwinners, and when they go through divorce, their lives are crushed too. There's actually a flaw in the the way all the – court systems calculate alimony they know it but they've never addressed it because they don't care that it crushes your life and we're gonna that's going to be be one of the first shows we do yeah it doesn't surprise me yeah it's terrible i don't want to get too deep into that but that's uh that that, i'm really excited about finally getting to do open season on men how are you doing tell me about your training and uh and what's exciting in your life um, I have started back training. I've, I've had two more training sessions. Interestingly enough, after the first one, I, uh, they were expecting my CK levels and creatinine to be even higher than they were. My CK dropped about 500 points. No kidding. Uh, and, and, and you started training. Yeah. When I started training, I know this for a fact. Monday morning, I went in, gave blood. The results of that test, I didn't find out until Tuesday. But my CK was 1,300. On Tuesday morning, the doctor called me. He said, hey, this is concerning. It's 1,300. I said, well, I trained Monday afternoon. What do you want me to do? He says, give blood Thursday. I give blood Thursday. It's down It's down from 1,300 to 800. Wow. So it, it's at this point, it's a big mystery. I have a sneaking suspicion 
um, it goes back to a prescription drug, maybe that they're giving me. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. So Mike Eno, uh, Enos, he says, I got my hands on super high quality Ecti product. It's Russian with the Cyrillic letters. My question is, does Ecti need to be cycled like other products? And if so, what kind of cycle do you recommend? Yeah, this is a, it's a really interesting question. So first off, I want to address, let's say the product that you have in hand. Now, it may be legit. It might not. There are a lot more that are not, you know, than, than are. I, I would, in fact, think that a lot of the people who want to scam you on Ecti would absolutely produce it with all Russian language and make it look like it's from Russia. Right. And, <laughs> and so the point, it, that's a, no, that's a great point. Just because it has Cyrillic lettering on it and it's Russia this and Russia that, it certainly doesn't mean it's the real deal. So over the years, I have seen a wide range of Ecti products out of Europe, which is where this guy said he got it. Some good and some bad. Now, there used to be an excellent product. Um, it came out of Hungary. 100 milligrams in these individual foil blisters, full-spectrum Raponticum. Uh, I have not seen it since, unfortunately. There's another one out of Bulgaria. That, too, is Raponticum-based. However, they overly standardize it for what they call beta-ectysterone, which is a common name for 20-hydroxy-ectysterone, which I'm not a fan of at all. Uh, now, let's see, life extension. At one time, they carried the legit Russian product. The name really? of it, I think, yeah, was ectysterone. And, and, you know, just so people know a little bit on the background, Ectysterone is a prescription drug in Russia, and, and that started in 1961. Well, well then, it, then it can't be legit if it's actually a drug in Russia. I mean, there's so many people out there still debating whether or not Ecti is really legit. It's really funny to me. Yeah, and you know, it's a lot of these companies aren't helping matters, too. Um, yeah, you're right. Tonvera, Ton, Tonvera is another company that was well-known for distributing it out of the UK, they are now only selling their turkesterone, um, which is good for endurance athletes, but frankly, I don't think it's all that great for strength athletes. Now, with respect to knowing whether or not the product is legitimate, unfortunately, without an HPLC test, it's impossible to know for certain if what you have in your hand is what you order. Now, figuring out if there's some ectysterone in there is relatively easy. Uh, after you've handled it enough, it has a very distinct, I'll call it burnt resin type smell to it. If you empty 250 milligrams or 500 milligrams or whatever of a pure Ecti product into a few ounces of water and you either shake it or mix it with a fork and it doesn't take much, the powder should disperse and dissolve quickly and evenly. There should be no clumps whatsoever in it, given it's a very hydrophilic okay, chemical, a lot of OH groups. Um, that's the easy part. The hard part is, did you really get Raponticum carthamoids, what you ordered? Neither the sniff test or the taste test is, or the dissolving test is going to tell you whether it's Raponticum or it's from Cyanotis vaga or some other cheap plant. However, um, you generally know 
I can tell anyway, within three days of whether or not the product's legit. The first thing you'll notice or that I notice is uh, just going up and down stairs or hiking around, your cardiovascular ability is much improved. You're also going to sleep much deeper. You should be sleeping much deeper by day three. And you're going to find that also that your thirst increases. Why that's so, frankly, I don't know. Uh, further out, let's say at the three to four week mark, you will see it in your hair, skin, and nails. So, you know, guys typically don't watch those things, but I've spoken to a fair number of women that are using it, and their hairdressers and the pedicurists always know. Um, nails in both sexes grow at an unbelievably fast rate, except mine. <laughs> uh, and you'll find that your work capacity increases in the gym noticeably. Now, with respect to cycles and dosage and things like that, the literature showing positive effects, and this goes back decades, is fairly straightforward. Um, the best studied and most often cited effective dose is five milligrams per kilogram of body weight per day. So for a 200 pound man, you know, divide by 2.2, I think that comes out to 90. He's going to require right around 450 milligrams a day. Uh, I would run that for 10 weeks, maybe as long as 12 or 14 before coming off for about a month. Now, having said that, uh, I have been working on, on a novel ectisterone loading and unloading protocol that I believe it will finally let people know, finally let people see what a good ecti product can do for them. Um, even though we know it works now through the estrogen beta-2 receptor, and they proved that in that study that I was uh, speaking about a couple weeks ago, not just in people, but also in the test tube in that study, um, I still consider the plant an adaptogen with adaptogenic properties. Now, you know, this is going to be something a lot less complex than the blueprints, famine, feast, cruise um, cycles. But, you know, having said that, it does take advantage of that kind of phase shifting uh, where lo these longer periods of super compensation can be just milked you know, for a long time. So that'll be coming in next month's Blueprint Bulletin. I can't wait for feedback from subscribers. It's also going to save you a boatload of money because you will only be taking ECD at very specific times in the training cycle. So more on that soon. Good question. Ricky Brown says, I'm trying to convince my friends to take beta alanine, or should I say stick with it? I've showed them some studies, but they more or less dismiss them. What else can I do to convince them? Stop trying to convince them. Let them not benefit from it. How about that one? Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the problem with the problem with with the beta alanine is it it takes a while to actually show up, and then the reality is the absence of their muscles burning on rep six or ten or fifteen is harder to conclude than the fact that. That creatine will give them two extra reps. That's easy to count. It's easy to go, man. I got yeah. two extra reps. But beta alanine is is trying to like prove a negative. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but yeah, I didn't get any more reps out of it. Uh, oh, but 
But did your muscles burn as much? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I really don't. That's the the real hard part to convince people of, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Creatine is the measuring stick. You can see usually some pounds on the scale. You can see a couple extra reps, maybe even lifting more weight. Beta alanine is a little different. Um, but but having said that, you know, a lot of the points that you made, I'm going to make too. Um, with any compound, though, and and some are more controversial than others, but with any compound, people are going to have differing opinions. It's just how it is. Even creatine, as many studies as it has behind it, I talk to guys in the gym, and more than a few of them, that say, it doesn't work for me. I don't know. I've tried this form. I've tried that form. Um, if it does work, I get moon face. I get bloated. Who needs that? That sort of thing. Um, but so first, though, I want to I want to go where you did, Carl, exploring this dynamic between you and your friends and, and trying to convince them and they don't want to be convinced or or whatever the case may be. Showing your friends, I guess, studies is a good start. And for beta alanine, there is a impressive and growing body of literature out there um, that you can do that with. You really, to your point again, we really need to define though works, right? In the case of beta alanine works, what do we mean? Okay. The studies show very steady, reliable increases in muscle carnosine levels. Um, at least one study, in fact, has shown that at six, at the six month mark, Levels were still building, and these guys were taking between three, three and six grams a day. So um, you need to look at that and balance it against things like study design conclusions and, of course, real-world results. I'll caution you on this. If you really want to waste <laughs> a lot of time and energy, a big chunk of your life, then go to bodybuilding.com or any deserving message board. <laughs> You can debate people from today till the day they put you in the ground. It is just, you know, I left the boards for that very reason. It's a waste of time and energy. Beyond the studies. Because, because people they, don't really want to learn. They want to defend their opinion. They want to become experts. And people, you know, everybody today is an expert. No one is learning. Apparently, everybody knows everything already. If you go on Facebook, Instagram, or any of the, the message boards today, there are no students. There are only teachers. I, I, am, a, I am a perpetual student and that's why I keep doing what I do because there's always new stuff to learn. But if you go on these boards and you put your opinion out there to provoke interest or response, you'll get pushback even if you know what you're saying is accurate because there are other people that just want to debate you so that they can uphold their expert level in the community because they're afraid that if they're still learning, they're not teachers, they're students. But the best teachers in the yeah. world are perpetual students. So, and it's interesting because you can you can see these people coming a mile away. Why? They never ask a question. They never ask a question. They're afraid if they ask a question, that's going to take away from their. Yeah, status. it's going to expose them that they don't know everything. No one knows everything. Fucking Google right. doesn't know everything. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> there are two things beta alanine does um, that will give them an inkling, at least, that it's doing something. The first, of course, is the tangles. If you take more than three grams, certainly six grams out of whack, 
you're going to get paresthesia, so to speak. Some, some, it's a harmless flushing, um, similar to not the niacin flush, that sort of thing, or GABA. It's less intense than GABA. But some guys like it, and that's why it's a big part of the reason companies put it in pre-workouts because they can, quote-unquote, feel it between that and the caffeine. The other thing that it does, <laughs> if they really want to experience beta-alanine, have them take like 10 grams a day or more, <laughs> and they'll be sitting in the chair at home, and their heart is going to start skipping beats. And it's really noticeable, by the way. I, I didn't know what was going on until... I looked further into it. Beta alanine displaces taurine. Taurine, as you know, is responsible for water balance, um, electrolyte balance, and it regulates heart rhythm. And when when you remove too much of it in one shot, believe me, you'll feel it. In uh, fact, that's where it get, that's where it gets its ergogenic value from. Taurine actually allows you to train harder and longer because it allows the heart to regulate. It beats better, and the heart is a negative feedback loop to the brain. The brain will never let you push yourself to a heart attack. You could push yourself to a heart attack. You could be 21 years old, and you could push yourself into a heart attack, but the brain is getting data from the heart, and it's actually a negative feedback that keeps you from doing that. It starts to shut down peripheral muscle blood flow in an effort to stop you. It's like putting the feet on the brakes. And so taurine actually allows your heart to work harder. It's a wonderful supplement. People don't even think about taking it as a, as a, as a pre-workout supplement most of the time. Right. It does so much, right? But especially like what you just said, great point. Having said all of that, I have an incredibly easy way to solve this. This is going to blow your mind. You'll never guess what it is. Ready? I'm listening. If they don't like this supplement or the studies or what it's doing or not doing, don't use it. Yeah. Wow. See how simple that was? Yeah. Don't. Amazing. And don't try it? to and don't try to convince them to use it. You just keep using it and you just keep passing them by in the gym. Right. Take your three to six grams a day with food and call it a day. Um, you know, what other people do, who cares? You know, you you know what works for you, use it. Absolutely. All right, so the next question comes from Mike Graham. He said, you mentioned ursobolic acid, ursolic acid, I'm sorry. Ursobolic is the name of uh, Pat Arnold's product. Ursolic acid a few weeks ago. What's your opinion on it, and where would you put it in your list of important supplements? Like, is it a staple or something to give a whirl when looking for something new? Yeah, so it is, it goes back several years now. I don't know, five or more, maybe. Ursolic acid was introduced um, to the sports nutrition world by Pat Arnold. And, of course, coming from Pat, people were naturally excited about it. Uh, and the early studies in animals and some humans looked pretty solid. You know, right. it's, it is found naturally. Yeah, it's a found naturally occurring in apple peels, I think it is, and rosemary. Maybe a few other places, um, although I think it can be synthesized too. Be interested to know what Pat does with it. Pat's definitely comes, Pat's definitely comes from rosemary because rosemary yep. repeats on me. I, I taste it for hours after I eat it in like in in uh, um, Thanksgiving stuffing and and rosemary flavored Italian bread. Like I taste it for hours wow. and I get that same taste. 
exactly same taste when I use Pat's Ursabolic product. So I, I'm, I'm bet $99,000 that it's from Rosemary. Yeah. Well, to your point, he originally did uh, the Ursabolic, which was capsules, I think. Uh, and of course, people bought a fair amount of it. Unfortunately, it wasn't as well received, you know, as obviously some of his other products. Um, and the general consensus was it did little, which was surprising given the study showed, right, it activated several genes as it relates to muscle growth and fat loss. Um, Pat then took a fresh look at things, I guess, and he determined for whatever reason that it would be uh, much better, would work better if it was put into a transdermal. And I think he sells that today as a product called UR spray. Feedback on this version of ursolic acid was, was better, um, but it's still not what I would call consistently good. Mm-hmm. It delivers 250 milligrams of ursolic acid a day for every 50 sprays. So once a day application, a bottle lasts 30 days. At around 50 bucks a bottle, uh, that's what, that's, that's a little over a buck a day. It, it's not terribly expensive. Um, but a lot of the people that I saw on the board said, you know, when I double dose it, I do much better. You know, now it's a hundred a month for some people. That's, that's a little bit too much. Um, I may actually use it. I mean, especially point. when you can get real testosterone for, you know, for, for, for $50 a bottle and, that's that's. I mean, you could you could do four weeks of uh, five hundred milligrams a week with that kind of money, and really see some changes in your body. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, obviously, to measure up to test, but and you um, know, and now with subcutaneous injections, which the truth of the matter is, I introduced the world to ten. And actually, in two thousand ten, uh, I talked about I was starting to go sub Q because I was just tired of injecting in my muscles. My muscles were so effed up. Um, and Dr. John Chrysler came on my show and actually said it was a bad idea, but then wrote a book about that a couple of years ago, but, you know, uh, that it was actually a good idea. Uh, but now with yeah. sub-Q testosterone, you guys don't have to, you know, I'm actually doing a, I, I have a stack that a friend of mine made for me, and it's uh, th- yep. it's uh, 66% testosterone and uh, and uh, 33% uh, um, um DHT, yes. uh, masterone enanthate. It's testosterone enanthate and masterone enanthate. It's a two-thirds, one-third mix. And I put um, 40 units, which is uh, just under 200 milligrams, every other day under my skin, and it disappears, and I don't have welts, and because the stuff is made perfectly. And, and right. you know, so, so when you think about that, I'm doing around 800 milligrams a week right now, sub Q. That's insane, right? And so you, you don't you don't yeah. have to stick it in your muscle anymore. And so the whole idea that people are afraid of using uh, uh, testosterone that that's gone. If you if you're willing to use a, a transdermal, you can use testosterone because the sub Q injection is like boom, you're done. So you do a 400 milligram sub Q test shot. It's, it's not actually 400. It's a, what's what's 498. So 49.8. For every ten units yep. on an insulin syringe, so it's just under two hundred, just under two hundred milligrams okay. every other day. Yeah, that's what I yeah. did. I just started so, doing that a couple, uh, uh, two or three weeks ago, and I got to tell you, man, <laughs> I feel it. 
I feel yeah, it. I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, um, so on the year sorolic acid, I would tell you if you're looking at big changes in muscle gain, fat loss, it's probably not for you. But having said that, I did um, pull up more than one study showing that this stuff might be very pertinent to me because it significantly reduced levels of creatine kinase, myoglobin, and lactate dehydrogenase, which are the three big markers that they look at on my, or that they are looking at on my labs and trying to get down. If this stuff can help with that, then hell yeah. I've got a bottle <laughs> of, uh, of, of the pills from Rosemary. I'm going to run that. Um, and then after I, I do the before and after labs, if it shows promise, you know, I may actually order the, the transdermal, but that's what I would tell you, you know, unless you have issues with rhabdo, you know, you're probably going to want to spend money elsewhere in terms of a muscle gain fat loss product. But for me, it's It might be a big deal. It'd be a huge deal. I want to come back and, and mention one thing before we take our break. Another benefit of taking beta alanine, especially if you're older, is beta alanine has been shown to actually allow the body to remove advanced glycation end products from tissue. Yes. Adva- advanced, gly- advanced glycation end product is a real problem as you age. You can see them on your skin. They're liver spots. So you see people have lots of liver spots. Chances are yep. the inside of their body is just as infestated. Uh, with AGEs. When AGEs form on the organ tissue, they cause organs yep. to malfunction. When AGEs form on heart tissue, they could cause rhythm changes if they form on the sinus node where the impulse for a heartbeat comes out of. It's almost like dropping solder across a, a PC board where it bridges a bunch of lands and, and shorts stuff out. And so uh, beta alanine, and you don't have to take the high doses that are used in sports performance. You can take Four, six hundred milligrams a day over a period of time. It doesn't happen overnight, but over a period of time, it'll actually cause your body to start to reduce AGEs and stop your body from producing new AGEs. That in and of itself is why I take beta alanine. I don't even care what it does in the gym. I don't. Yeah. And if you are taking creatine, and most people are, um, there's a study showing that people that use both put on three times more muscle in the long run than those people using creatine alone. Think about that. The most effective product in sports nutrition tripled the rate of muscle gain just by adding beta alanine. That's it. You know, when you think of the anti-aging benefits too, what do you got to lose? It's cheap as dirt. It's cheap as dirt too. Yep. 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 All right. Let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have more questions. You're listening to the blueprint power hour. Show the show love by going to CoachRobRegish.com today and signing up for the Blueprint Bulletin so that you can get all this great information sent right into your inbox. You'll be the smartest kid in the gym. Check it out. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon One. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon One. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. Who wants to have better sex? That's a stupid question. Everybody wants to have better sex. And you can start having better sex if you go to the website bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Use the code SHR and get a free order of your choice of the only two FDA-approved drugs to treat erectile dysfunction, sildenafil or tadalafil. Best of all, they're chewable, so they start to work in minutes. Go to bluechew, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Use code SHR and you will get your first order for free. You do have to pay $5 for shipping, but come on. It's an easy deal. Who wants to have better sex? Okay, get busy. You know how to do it. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-C eye drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-C and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-C eye drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Cansey eye drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than Cansey eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. There's a phenomenon today. So many of us sit for hours each day. Slowly, our bodies respond by shortening certain muscles. The psoas gets shorter and shorter over time. It leads to lower back problems, stiffness when standing, and inhibits your running performance. Now there's Psorite.com. That's P-S-O hyphen R-I-T-E dot com. Psorite is a device that allows you to stretch your psoas muscle and return them to normal function. And it does it better than any stretching movement or chiropractic adjustment can. You can use it in your home, office, or at the gym. Experience what thousands of people already know. Check out pso-rite.com and save 20% off when you use the code SHR. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. This is the Superhuman Channel, doing reps with the weight of the world. Welcome back. Jeff Clifton, you've inspired me to create a mem. I'm going to put it up on Facebook in a couple minutes and tag you in it. So when I said the best teachers in the world are perpetual students, Jeff Clifton yep. uh, quoted that. And I thought, you know, that is actually a good quote. I say stuff and I don't even pay attention. Um, I'm, I, I don't. I don't pay attention to the things I say. And so I just made a mem. I'm going to put it on Facebook. I'm going to tag Jeff Clifton since he inspired me to do that. Um, cool. So the next question comes from whoops, sorry, Eddie Gilbert. He says, Rob, you've talked about Kratom. Carl, I think, mentioned that some people think all strains are the same 
or at least act the same? What's your opinion? You know, it's an interesting question, right? Because almost every Kraton company out there advertises all these different strains, right? Claiming that they do different things. I would tell you that there's an element of truth to that, um, but also the differences between the strains, assuming you're experienced enough with them, are subtle. Are subtle. So let's look at both sides of, the, of that coin. Um, first, all Kraton that I've ever seen is green. You know, the, the other day I ordered green, white, and I think it was yellow, okay? When you open the package up, don't accept, don't expect to see red, yellow, you know, or whatever other color you ordered. All Kratom I've seen is green. Um, now, with respect to the subtle differences, it really boils down, I think, to experience. The seasoned Kratom connoisseur, I'll call them, he may be able to perceive white and green strains as, as the more energetic um, of the bunch, but, you know, for most consumers, it boils down to expectations. Uh, for example, red strain, right? It's said to be mellowing. It's probably a fair statement that I could give that person uh, green, tell them it's red, and they would feel mellow. <laughs> That's just how it is, you know? I mean, I don't know. I, I've, I've never noticed anything dramatic between strains, so that's just me. Now, Kratom extracts and resins, however, are a completely different ballgame. You will notice, for the most part, they are almost black. Um, and be because of the fact that it's an extract, very concentrated, you can use a tiny amount, comparatively speaking, say one to three cc's instead of three grams of the stuff, right, of regular leaf. That isn't necessarily a good thing because it, it makes it that much easier to overdose it. You really need to be careful. Speaking of which, if you do, you might get something called the wobbles. When you walk, it, look, it looks like you have like Parkinson's or something. Um, the worst case scenario is you'll throw up, which is a big advantage over prescription opioids where they shut down your breathing and you die. Um, I have seen one pre-made liquid product. It's a 20 times a full spectrum extract. It's an excellent product. It really is. Um, what else can I tell you? Kratom, obviously, it's not cheap. It's not the most expensive thing in the world, but it's not cheap either. You can save, you can save a lot of money by ordering um, what's called the brick rock raisin extract of Kratom. And so when you open this package up, you're not going to see powder. You're not going to see a green powder. What you're going to see, are, they look like little chocolate chips, very, very dark, solid chips. What you want to do is dump all of those chips and a little bit of water into a coffee cup. You want to cover it and microwave, excuse me, microwave it on high for 20 seconds or so. Do not forget to cover it like I did once. Otherwise, the inside of your microwave is going to be splattered with Kratom. And you're going to be on a lot of money. It's a big mess. So when you take it out of the mic, just gently stir it with a fork a little bit until it dissolves into a pure liquid. If it's still clumpy, you know, you probably need another 10 seconds or so in the microwave. Try not to overdo it. Less is more. Repeat that process 
until it's been completely liquefied and then carefully put it into an empty bottle. You know, the kind with right. Um, a dropper Mm -hmm. per se. If it's still too bitter for you, it's only a tiny amount though, but if it's still too bitter, you can add uh, USP glycerin that you can get at any drugstore. What about stevia? I mean, just a micro dose of stevia. Yeah, I would imagine you could use stevia. And, too. and if you don't care about it not being natural, a little—I mean, a grain of sucralose sweetens everything up. But sucralose is like a thousand times sweeter than sugar. Yeah, yeah. So there are ways of getting around right the bitterness of it. Yeah. But that's how—that's how you can save a lot of money. You want to take just one cc to start because this is not an exact science, right? <laughs> no more than tw- twice a week, as with regular kratom. The stuff is super potent, right? So, but you don't have to choke down three grams of the powder, right? And let's face it, you know, unless you're masking with something strong like chocolate whey protein, Hershey's chocolate or whatever, it's tough to get down. Um, so you'll save a bunch of money too in the process. But that's how to homebrew the brick rock raisin. Uh, go slow. If I could give two words of advice, go slow. So I, I like Kratom, Kratom. I mean, everybody pronounces oh, it different, potato, potato. I like, I, I say Kratom, but all the people in the space call it Kratom. Uh, but anyway, I like it. Uh, and I actually take a half a gram less than the suggested dose of three grams. I find that 20, uh, 2,500 uh, milligrams uh, works better for me. I don't get the motion sickness uh, aspect that I get with three grams when I'm in a car. Um, yep. And that motion sickness is most likely due to the dilation of my pupils. That does not happen at 2,500 2, milligrams, ironically. Because I had to go to the doctor for my eye, and and I, right. and I and she, you know, she was using the slit lamp. I said, is my pupil responding? And she said, yeah, why? And I said, I, I took some Kratom today, and usually because it acts like an opioid, it dilates the pupil. She goes, yeah, no, it's not doing that. She goes, I says, okay, good. So I've determined that 2,500 milligrams for me is is spot on. And I buy the OPMS um, Platinum, which is, according to my son, the strongest strain of organic Kratom, Kratom you can buy. Um, and 2,500 milligrams is all I need. I'll take that instead of drinking if I go out. To dinner and I don't want to drink. Right. I'll take twenty five hundred yeah. milligrams. I'm talkative. I feel good. I'm, everything is great. But I don't feel high. I don't feel affected by it. I think I think kratom is an amazing, amazing uh, plant, and it uh, is. more and more people could enjoy it if they understood how to use it. Like you're pointing out, I really do. Yeah, absolutely. You make good, very good points. Um, the organization that to keep it legal the name of it is escaping me american kratom association please if you like kratom too and you want to keep it legal uh and trust me they're trying to ban it every time yeah because it's effective it actually makes people's pain go away i mean think about that right and it's not it's not addictive (laughs) because i've taken i've taken kratom for four days in a row uh even five first thing in the morning and I run out and I'm like, I'm not like Jones and like, oh, I got to go and pick some up today. It's like, I just forget about it and I don't even use it for a week or two. Yeah, that's another lie that they're trying to pitch. Like, 
Like, yeah. You know, it's so addictive, your skin's going to crawl. It's not yeah. true. Jason Dow says, uh, if the magic number in studies for leucine is 2.7 to 3 grams to stimulate mTOR, how are most EAA blends with less leucine effective? How does that factor in sucintogen as five caps is relatively low in weight? I take six to ten at a time. Just curious. Are we looking to feed the muscles without mTOR activation? Obviously, uh, RCE plays a role. Uh, lastly, when stimulated, what is the window uh, to feed? Is there a rate where efficiency, uh, efficacy uh, is improved or degraded? Oh, and KSM 66 ashwagandha. What's special about that? I've been taking it. I, I have some. I have some. I'll plug it here in a minute. He asks a very insightful question um, because we know from studies, right, it takes right around 3 grams, 2.7 to 3 grams of leucine to be effective at stimulating mTOR. He has also correctly observed that synthogen essential amino acid blend doesn't contain that much. It doesn't contain gram amounts. It's actually milligrams. Yet, right, everybody knows how well it works to recover um and repair damage after workouts. Many people have written to me perplexed as it were as to, you know, how can synthogens essential aminos in milligram amounts work better than 10, 20, 30 grams of essential aminos around the workout. And I'll throw that challenge out again to anybody that wants to take it, take up to 30 grams of essential aminos in and around your workout. And then, Repeat that workout with synthogen. You'll see what I'm talking about. Now, the fact is, there are many ways to activate. And resistance training is probably the best, along with some overfeeding. But you can't all think about it. You can't always be training, especially for somebody like me, right? Due to muscle tissue breakdown, can get excessive. You don't want to overtrain. Um, another way to do it, though, is through something called the PI3KT AKT uh, pathway. PI3K phosphorylates and activates AKT, which in turn activates mTOR. It just so happens ecdysterone has been shown to have this effect, and that's according to a 2015 study published in the Journal of Applied Physiology, Nutrition, and Metabolism. You will also find research showing that TMG, trimethylglycine, a.k.a. betaine, and erotic acid, two other ingredients in synthogen, do the same thing. Sidebar, the most gratifying part about this is that way back in 2009 when I wrote the blueprint and I was talking about ecdysterone, I speculated that it worked through that pathway. Years later... It was proven at Rutgers and subsequently reconfirmed in this study. Also, if you've been paying attention, that is the second confirmed pathway through which ecdysterone works. And for the record, there are others, such as, this is similar and related, but, but still somewhat distinct. Ecdy elicits a very rapid influx of intracellular calcium into the muscle cell. That is huge. And it's outside the context of this discussion, but that's three. Okay. Three I mean, I, mean I, I want to just stay there for a second. So that is going yeah. to influence muscle contractile force. That's going to actually make muscles contract faster 
and harder. Yeah. That's what Trenbolone does. Trenbolone increases uh, calcium channel activity in muscles. That's where you get the extra strength from. People don't understand. They know. think it. They think the androgen receptor miraculously makes the muscle stronger. No, anabolic steroids work in influencing the rapid onset of muscle contraction and strength by manipulating, attenuating, and modulating muscle electrolytes. So you know that's, uh, it, 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 that's where you're. That's why you, after after like four or five days on, you're like already stronger. It's interesting. And it's also why your heart rate goes up on Trenbolone because calcium channel activity in the heart increases. So it just takes like a nano amount of impulse to get the heart to beat. It's like the heart is on super sensitivity. Boom, boom, boom. So that's why the heart rate goes up on Trenbolone because of that. And that's been shown in a study. Trenbolone influences calcium channel activity in the heart that increases both ejection fraction and heart rate. Contractile force. Uh, yeah, I keep cursing today. I'm so sorry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, I didn't know they shared those two things, but yeah. be that as it be that as it may, the essential aminos and synthogen in very very tiny amounts. So the question I always get from people is, how can it work so well? The answer is simple. It's something I've been saying for years. It's something I will always tell you because it's the truth. It took me two years to develop what I thought were the optimal ratios between all nine essential amino acids. That and the formula was designed with wound healing in mind. Training inflicts wounds. They're just internal. You can't see them, right? It tears up muscle tissue. It's a natural part of the process. So is recovering and rebuilding from it. So, Repairing that damage in record time is, is synthogen's forte. There's a whole lot more to it, though, than than just essential aminos and, and ectosterone, TMG, and all that other stuff. If you scratch around enough, <laughs> you will find two other compounds in synthogen that dramatically accelerate wound healing. Now, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give which two, but I will say when you find the study. And that's the one showing how fast rabbits healed after being sliced open on the outside. That is the one you'll be looking for. And those pictures, by the way, and how quickly they healed versus controls speaks a thousand words. So with respect to once being stimulated, again, we're talking about mTOR. What's the window to feed? <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't know. You know, I, I, I would think sooner is better than later. I would also hope that most people are getting at least a scoop of Thrive after the workout, <laughs> which is right, which is going to give you the three grams of leucine. Actually, more. Other- it's actually more than three grams. It's actually oh, wow. more than. It's I think I think it's like three point seven grams altogether because I added EAAs to the blend because right. breast milk has some free form amino acids in them already for babies so that the babies get something immediately that hits their stomach and gets right into their bloodstream. Well, when I added right. that, and don't forget, uh, mine is uh, is uh, 60-40 whey and casein, and casein has less leucine than whey. So we lost a little bit of, of, of leucine in the dairy blend, 
but we added to it with the EAA. So we have about 3.7, I think, 3.4 to 3.7 grams of leucine in every scoop of Thrive. Yes. That, yes. that is fantastic. Yes. Not only that, but when it comes to muscle growth, right, there are studies, of, or at least one that I'm aware of, that shows that the non-essential aminos, interestingly enough, are also very important sure. to have in the market. Sure. You know, this idea, it's almost like saying, well, the essential things to have in a household are a refrigerator, a stove, a kitchen table, you know, heat. But then all of a sudden it's like, well, what about television? Those are non-essential. There's a lot of non-essential things that also still play a role. Essential just means you can't do without them, but non-essential means you don't want to have to do without them. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, no, absolutely. It's a, it's a great analogy. It's a great analogy. So, and finally, this KSM 66 ashwagandha, it's an extract um, which is made by a company, Xyoreal uh, Biomed, I think. It, it's not the only quality ashwagandha out there, but it has been used in over 20 medical studies now. What do you think about um, it? You know, I would tell you it's one of the higher quality ones. I don't think it's the only one. Um, but again, you know, it's been used in all those clinical studies. In practice, you're looking for a product that contains, at or is standardized rather, for at least 1.5% with thanalides, which are the speculated active ingredient. Um, I would put ashwagandha in, the, in my top three of adaptogens. You know, it's in uh, Tranquilogen, and it's there for a reason. So, you know, a high-quality ectosterone, rhodiola, and ashwagandha, you know, all those three would be my top picks for adaptogens. So I, I get, I'm get i using Nutribio. This was uh, generously yep. sent to me by Brandon Cruz. Thank you. And this is standardized for 5% of the – Wow. Uh, what did you say they're called? With phanalides? Yeah, yeah, with phanalides. With I don't want to – and this is 600 milligrams a capsule. I take two caps a day. Uh, I take yep. it because it increases glomerular filtration rates in the kidneys, and it's one of the things that I believe helps protect your kidneys uh, over time, uh, along with uh, thymus and beta-4 and, and, and uh, baking soda. I take it for that reason, but I take 1,200 milligrams a day. Is that an excessive amount? No. You know, the literature that I've seen is between 600, I think, and 1,000 milligrams. So I don't think it's it's excessive. You know, <laughs> it's something, obviously, that's, that I'm going to be interested in, right? At least I can, until I can get these kidney issues figured out. Um, but well, I, I, I got to tell I you something. I got to say something about Nutribio, right? So I smell everything. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an olfactory kind of person. I like to smell things. And, oh. and some things I use don't smell good, but I use them anyway because... I understand that they're not supposed to smell good, but right. ashwagandha from Nutribio, it smells really good. It smells like fruit almost. It's a very, very sweet yeah, smell. It, it's really good. Right. I was going to say it has that sweet smell to it. Yeah. It almost smells like banana yeah. to me. It smells like banana, like fresh banana. That's what it smells yep. like. Maybe when, the, yep. when I first smelled it, I wondered if ashwagandha was in the banana family, actually, because it smells like banana to me. Wow. Maybe yeah, maybe you know, Brandon. I know Brandon is a huge fan of the Blueprint Power Hour. Maybe he can yep. reply and 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 let us know. Is is ashwagandha in the banana family? Could Carl actually be right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you know what? If you spend enough time and use enough of XYZ, you know, whether it's ashwagandha or ectosterone, some of these, especially the herbs, have very distinct smells to them. Um, and if you, you know, wet the tip of your finger and take a little bit of it, they also have very distinctive yeah. taste. But, but that's great news. I'm glad you're having success with it. Yeah. All right. So the next question and the last question before we take a break and come back with the blueprint tip of the day is from Brad Denny. He says, I'm really confused when it comes to nootropics for pre-workout. There are so many, and most of them aren't cheap. He's right about that. Are they really worth looking into, or should I just stick with regular pre-workouts? No. There is every reason to ditch your typical pre-workout, which is laced with caffeine. I'm on day five or six now of completely eliminating caffeine from my diet because of something uh, I came across when researching something for the Blueprint Bullet, and that's a separate discussion. But, um, look, I've said it before, and it bears repeating. These high-stimulant, you know, jittery-type pre-workouts are not doing you any favors. I can't count the number of guys in my gym who get all wired up on Hyde or C4 crap, and a year later, they're smaller and weaker. They're stringy, and, and they're a lot worse off for the experience. Every day in your body, there's a war going on between anabolism, the building up tissue, and catabolism, tearing down tissue. Most people exist in the very delicate you know, balance between the two. They're not really gaining. They're not really losing. And then they go and take, hey, I'm going to take a pre-workout. I'm really going to get jacked up and go into the gym and blah, blah, blah. Do pre-workouts allow you to train harder? Sure. But you're digging a bigger hole for yourself. But I Let's would also about- say sometimes they don't, right? So when I use too much caffeine, I can't train harder. I actually become exacerbated by the, 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 the I, I, I'm not as strong I'm one of those people that too much caffeine and being jacked works against me. And I know a lot of powerlifters that are like this, too, believe it or not. So it doesn't always make you stronger to get jacked on caffeine. Sometimes you you have this huge adrenal dump, and then then all of a sudden you're kind of like uh, anxiety-ridden while you're repping out. You're like, you don't feel, I can't do this, and you you back down. So it doesn't always work the way people say. No, and if that's you, um, I'd recommend the following. I would recommend either eliminating entirely or greatly lowering your caffeine intake. Let's say maybe somewhere between 50 and 80 milligrams a day. Mm-hmm. A certainly not any more than 100. Let's call, it, let's call it 80 milligrams. That 80 milligrams can be used not as your primary stimulant, but provide just enough of what I call a driver for several nootropics that I want you to try because these are infinitely better for you than caffeine. So a couple of different options. Option one is L-tyrosine, three grams on an empty stomach, not acetyl L-tyrosine. Look into the studies. You'll find out why straight L-tyrosine. Trust me on that one. Option two is the source of choline. Something like Sitcholine or CDP choline, shoot for around 1,000 milligrams of that. Option three, it's a little pricier, but I like the research on it, and I like what it does for me, alpha-GPC. 
600 to 1200 milligrams about 60 to 90 minutes before the workout. It's not the cheapest of the bunch, um, but there's research showing that it increases strength. They will also tell you that it raises growth hormone, and it may very well do that. However, there's no discernible benefit that I can see. I'm sure it's like anything else. Supplement-wise, it's probably a transient increase in growth hormone. Option four is phenylparacetam, okay? This is kind of paracetam's big brother. They attach a phenyl group such that it more easily crosses the blood-brain barrier. Last one, but maybe not least, um, I'm dying to try it, lion's mane, right? The mushroom, I yeah. think you were I've talking about. I've used it. You can girl. feel it, yeah. Yeah. You're not the only one that said that. And and there are I mean these are guys. And it's not that it's I not try. a stim effect. And I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk after Rob finishes, I'm gonna talk about prescription nootropics that you feel. But go ahead. Yeah, a lot of guys have written to me and said, Hey, you know, I take this and it definitely increases my focus. It's tough to describe. One guy um one guy compared it to a draphanil which is the pro-drug to modafinil. Uh, he got that kind of focus out of it, which I found interesting. So all of that stuff should be taken on an empty stomach about an hour to 90 minutes, 90 minutes to 60 minutes before training. It may take some tweaking, but ultimately you're going to hit on something, a blend of something that improves your focus and concentration. And that should be the bar that you're shooting for. Not having your heart pound out of your chest, not being all shaky and sweaty, and not being scatterbrained. Because to your point, overstimulation kills strength. Uh, it's a big difference between the two, and you'll see it in your workouts either way uh, in short order. Make every effort to find a good nootropic stack, much better than hundreds and hundreds of milligrams of caffeine. There are, there are two nootropics that I use that are by prescription only. Okay. And the way I will describe how effective nootropics really make you feel is as opposed to a stimulant, which makes you feel like it's pushing you, okay? It's pushing you. You feel like it's pushing you. You do. You feel people say, man, what, what did you take? A lot of caffeine today? Oh, yeah. It's pushing you, right? Um, real nootropics work like this. If you're sitting in a room that's dimly lit and you're reading a book, you can read the book. You probably have to read it slow because the, the dim lighting makes you question the letter Q and the letter P. Uh, the dim light makes you move the book while you're reading it. It makes you do all these things so that you can read the book that actually slow you down from reading the book. And they all, it also slows you down from comprehending what you're reading. And then all of a sudden, you turn on a really bright light. And you can not only see all the words clearly uh, and discriminate spaces and letters, P's and Q's and all that sort of stuff, uh, but... You, you can read faster, and as a result, you can comprehend faster. And so um, whenever I use one of these two, and I don't use them together because they both have powerful effects, I use Dihexa. It's a, an ACE. It's an angiotensin 7 and 9 combination that you rub on your neck in a transdermal, 
and it gets really? right into your brain. Oh, yeah. And I use it for a couple of reasons. I use it because it increases blood flow to the brain dramatically. It's like somebody just opened up all the spigots in your brain. Uh, but wow. also it increases BDNF and blood flow. So new nerves can sprout. And yep. and the so um, vascular endothelial growth factors, VEGF, and fibroblast growth factors, uh, FGF, they to do two different things. Um, fibroblast growth factor create nerves to sprout, new nerves to sprout. And VEGF increases blood flow. It actually makes new capillaries and, and blood pathways extend into tissue. And so yeah. it's kind of like if you had this big field, you had a 100-acre farm, but uh, you're planting seeds in the back 30 acres, but you don't have an irrigation system out there. Your seeds aren't going to grow. But if you're yeah. planting seeds and you have an irrigation system and it's feeding them, they can grow. So turning on VEGF and, and fibroblast growth factors at the same time, plus some other growth factors, um, with things like uh, uh, dihexa, actually make the brain grow. And what determines how your brain grow is, grows is the activity. So after you turn all this machinery on, you have to go out and train. You have to go out there and do the things, walk balance the things that you want to be better at because that is what tells the brain oh here's where you want to grow those brain neurons those new sprouts and water them really good with blood because this guy is doing this all the time now so that so activity is critical uh, in this process but when i use cerebrolysin which i take 250 milligrams 215 milligrams injected or if i use uh 20 to 30 milligrams of dihexa on my neck I feel like the light has been turned on brighter in my brain, and it can it can work faster, but it's not being pushed to work faster. I can focus on things. I can use my attention in the direction I want. My, ten my attention isn't trying to get away from me, which is what happens with stimulants. I think that's the best way that I could I could explain it. I thought you were going to say modafinil, but I don't I don't like modafinil. In fact, no, moda no modafinil makes me feel like uh, a little bit like I'm being pushed. I don't like modafinil, and I don't like adrafinil either. But I don't like modafinil. I, I think modafinil will uh, it will work by allowing you to stay awake longer uh, because it disrupts the accumulation uh, of, of adenosine in the brain. But it doesn't. It, and, and and so so it makes you more alert because normally you'd be getting tired, but it keeps you up here. So it makes you more yeah. alert for long periods of time, but I don't feel like it's a really good nootropic. Good nootropics allow you to your brain to be more focused, not being pushed. Uh, good nootropics won't keep you from sleeping, but the real hallmark of a good nootropic is it turns on the uh, construction of new brain tissue in areas that you want to turn it on and you're telling it where you want to turn it by the activities that you do when you're under the influence of these nootropics. Yep. Yep. Wow. That's, that's great advice, man. Yeah. I love that. But if you can get a prescription, if you can get your doctor to write you a prescription for dihexo, as soon as I rub it on, I feel that brain brightening effect. I don't feel like as though I'm stimmed. I just feel like, I feel like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll ask my doctor. That, yeah, and he can get it. If he says, well, where do you get this stuff, Rob? Say uh, there's a compounding pharmacy in uh, Nicholasville, Kentucky called TaylorMade. He can write a prescription for it. It's a blue cream. You rub it on your neck. 
you'll feel it immediately. The Dihexa too. I mean, the Cerebral Lysin too. When I inject 215 milligrams of that, that takes a little bit longer to hit. It's about 20 minutes later. I have that same feeling like the lights are brighter. I can read the book clearer. I can move faster, but I'm not being pushed. Wow, that's great info. Yeah, and those are by prescription only. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to have the blueprint tip of the day with Coach Rob Reger. Stay tuned. Imagine how successful your life would be if you could double your focus, double your mental energy, double your problem solving, your creativity, your willpower. Sounds too good to be true, right? That's what I thought until someone handed me a bottle of Qualia Focus. Qualia Focus is a mental performance formula that combines 24 of the most powerful molecules on earth to noticeably boost your brain power within just a few days of taking it or your money back. Qualia Focus blows coffee away, but a serving actually has less caffeine than a cup of coffee. That's because it boosts brain power the healthy way. Just go to neurohacker.com that's n-e-u-r-o-h-a-c-k-e-r.com and enter coupon code shr at checkout for an extra 15 percent off and a serving of qualia focus costs one-fifth of that coffee you're drinking right now unlike coffee qualia focus nourishes your brain in a comprehensive healthy way for amazing brain power you noticed in just a couple days that's neurohacker.com to try qualia focus and discount code shr at checkout for an extra 15 percent off all backed by a 100 day money-back guarantee. Qualia Focus is a life changer, I promise you. Try it now for amazing brain power at neurohacker.com. Sleep is one of the most important factors in maintaining health and longevity. And in today's environment, with all the artificial light we're exposed to, there is nothing more important to use to protecting your sleep than blue-blocking glasses. And there's only one blue-blocking glasses that I will trust ever, and that's Blue Blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X. If you go to the website blueblocks.com and use the code SHR15, you'll save 15% off the single best blue blocking glasses in the world because you can wear them comfortably and still function watch tv work on your computer but it blocks all of the important blue and green light that has been responsible for shutting down melatonin production and causing people to sleep poorly don't waste another night of sleep without wearing blue blocks b-l-u-b-l-o-x tonight put them on at 7 p.m and you'll be asleep by 9 p.m and you'll get the best night's sleep you've ever had if you you've never used them before, you are missing out. Blueblocks.com. Use the code SHR15 to save 15% off. Are you looking for a better way to absorb the nutrients you know you need? Do what I do and start your day with lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs. Unlike pills and powders, Live On's patented liposomal encapsulation technology transports nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin B, glutathione, acetyl-L-carnitine, and alpha-lipoic acid to where they need to be, your cells. Visit try.liveonlabs.com forward slash Carl to learn why I take these supplements every day to help me perform in the gym and in life. That's try.livonlabs.com slash Carl. BPC-157 is quite possibly the most popular injectable peptide used by athletes and weekend warriors alike. Its ability to help you recover faster and make nagging injuries seem to just disappear is legend. Now you can take Body Protection Complex Oral Supplement and get all the benefits of injectable BPC-157. DrSeeds.com has produced the first orally delivered BPC product using peptide protein sequences that are easily absorbed in the gut. 
sweat, and that will help you recover faster from workout to workout. And now Superhuman Radio listeners can save 20% off their first order of body protection complex at drseeds.com. That's D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Just use coupon code SHR at checkout. Don't waste another minute dealing with nagging pain or feeling like you just don't recover like you used to. Body Protection Complex is your answer. Go to drseeds.com, use coupon code SHR today. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Welcome back to the Blueprint Power Hour. And this is the uh, part of the show that everybody waits for, the Blueprint Tip of the Day. Sometimes it's uh, about training, and sometimes it's about nutrition, and sometimes it's about life in general. Sometimes it's about investing. What's, what's, <laughs> it, what's it about today? <laughs> Today's tip of the day has to do with uh, thoughts on keeping muscle after coming off. And this is as a result of a conversation that I had with a guy in the gym the other day. But look, we all know when it comes to muscle, right, we work incredibly hard for it. So when a situation presents itself where someone using has to come off for whatever reason, they approach it with a lot of dread, including this guy. Um, and, you know, over the years, I've seen it happen many times. Some of them lost muscle and a lot of it. Some of them didn't. And some of them actually gain muscle um, due to overreaching and then backing off, uh, which is another issue. But let's look at um, what I'll call a sane cycle for six weeks or so, then uh, followed by a month off and how I'd approach it. So there's this guy uh, who came off for a month and he lost 20, maybe 25 pounds. When he, and it turns out his source dried up. That's why, that's why he came off. He was absolutely devastated. And he asked me, he said, look, in the future, I don't want to go through this again. You know, imagine losing 20 pounds of muscle, you know, especially after working that hard for it. It's just, it's not good. He said, what can you do to take kind of the sting out of this if it happens in the future? And to me, this was kind of a great challenge because it made me think, right, as to, he also said, I'm sick of look, looking over my shoulder, uh, infections, yada, yada. Obviously, he was doing a lot of black market gear. But here's what I came up with. I said to him, I said, if you took 300 milligrams of test sip or enanthate a week and you took Anovar 25 to 50 milligrams a day, a little bit of essential aminos during the workout, that doesn't change whether you're on drugs or not. And instead of carbs, because he wanted to kind of, you know, get his muscle back, but he also wanted to ditch some fat, uh, a gram for gram replacement in his intra-workout drink with glutamine. So instead of 
25, 30 grams of dextrose or simple sugars along with the essential aminos, I recommended uh, the glutamine because, you know, gram for gram, it'll raise insulin almost as much as sugar. So let's talk about this for a little bit. 300 milligrams of test a week is the lowest studied dose that I could find um, that added a significant degree of muscle, I'll call it, over six weeks. Now, it is true it will be suppressive, but minimally so. And certainly it's not going to result in things like water retention, that 600 milligrams or more um, that a lot of guys run. There's a guy in my gym, he's running a, he's running a gram of test a week. And a guy who competes looked at him, then he looked at me and he says, for what? He said, all he is is puffy. But anyway, low-dose testosterone, 300 milligrams a week. The Anivar is there, not because it's any, you know, tremendous muscle builder, but rather it keeps ATP levels very high in the muscle. Uh, it will make you strong, which indirectly obviously leads to muscle gains. But it's also not going to add a ton of weight to people, which, let's face it, when you're screwing around with things like anadrol, methyl-1 test, sure, you gain a pound a day. <laughs> but, man, you lose it just as fast when you come off because it was just, it was all water. Now, the Anavar 2 will be suppressive, but it's minimally so compared to the other options out there, right, like D-ball and anadrol, et cetera, et cetera. The essential aminos intra workout do so many things. It's outside the context of this discussion, but suffice it to say, whether you're using or not, you should be flooding your body with essential aminos while you train. And as I discussed earlier, um, the glutamine will raise uh, insulin gram for gram about as much as sugar. So it's an interesting thing. It would allow him to stay on his cycling ketogenic diet, right? Because Monday through Friday, actually Monday through Saturday, he was doing it, extremely low carbohydrates. Um, and, and there again, essential aminos and glutamine, both are very reasonably priced. During his month off, and he looked at me and he said, okay, what do I do when I come off? Well, first thing I do, is creatine monohydrate at five grams a day. Don't get, you don't need the loading dose. You, need, you don't need to get stupid with it. Um, just take five grams a day with food. Uh, it will be absorbed best. I also recommended progenedrex to him, owing mostly to the anacyclist perethrum in there, which will boost appetite, and it has the effect of storing more carbohydrates without showing on you. In other words, without them showing up around your waist. It's a very savvy um, herb. I really encourage you to look at that, and especially the feedback on it. You'll see. Um, he, too, here again, even when coming off, he's going to have the same essential amino acids intra-workout. But this time, instead of glutamine, I recommended he take anywhere between 25 and 50 grams of carbolin. Okay. BPC-157 absolutely needs to be in the mix, we, right? We just heard a commercial for it. Uh, obviously increases healing in the body, which is a big part of the reason it's there. As far as recovery from the hypothalamus pituitary testicular axis, at least... Because I, of... 
what I hear it does to guys, and in particular their moods. Otherwise, if you can't get that, uh, it's going to be it's going to take a lot longer to recover your natural production. You might want to look into a good forskolin product like Sabinsa's Forsaline, along with a high quality Bulgarian Tribulus. Now, the Trib isn't there to boost test. I'll talk about that in just a second. So, some commentary here. The creatine is going to help him keep cellular ATP levels high. Maybe not as high as they were in Anavar, but, you know, something is better than nothing. It'll also add uh, some lean body mass and some pounds on the scale. In most people, about 3% of their body weight, which will be counterbalancing, right, any losses when he comes off the drugs. Progenidrex is going to keep his appetite high and allow him to eat more carbs without him showing up around the waist. The essential aminos remain, but now I'm pairing them with carbolin instead of the glutamine. Um, why? Not only to replenish muscle glycogen, but more importantly, antagonize cortisol, which is going to be elevated when coming off because one of the things that steroids do that makes them work so well is the occupy receptor sites that otherwise cortisol would be flooding. Recovery of the hypothalamus pituitary testicular axis is going to be much faster with HCG than nothing. Um, but remember, again, it's a low dose of test in Anavar for six weeks. It's not a gram a day or more uh, with Anadrol and Dianabol for 16 weeks, Okay. Uh, Forskolin does have some data showing favorable recomposition and a slight bump in test levels. I would tell you, if you're not prone to the high blood pressure, uh, Forskolin is synergistic, proven in human studies with beta-2 agonists, my favorite being ephedrine. Uh, and tribulus is there not as a testosterone booster per se, but more so as a libido and mood booster. That aspect of post-cycle therapy is very important and rarely addressed because a healthy mood and sex drive, that doesn't just affect you. It affects your significant other and everyone around you. And let's face it, you know, who, who wants to be down in the dumps when you can't feel better? And I believe it has an effect in the brain which is how it works on libido. Um, the BPC-157 is there. It's going to do a nice job of protecting tendons and connective tissue, which, because of some water loss, when you do come off the stuff, um, they can be vulnerable, right, when coming off. I would also recommend that the individual, that this guy, come off his cycling ketogenic diet and add more carbs back in starting at around 200 grams a day and then graduating up until such time as you can see any spillover taking effect, then cut back by 100 grams and stay there for the remainder of the month. Carbs <laughs> carbs are going to help him antagonize cortisol, which there will be a cortisol backlash when coming off. It won't be as bad as the heavier drugs, but it will still be there. Carbs will help help him in that regard. Finally, and maybe most importantly, that stack I just gave you, including the drugs and the post-cycle therapy drugs, HCG, it is 100% legal and can be prescribed by a doctor in the United States. 
you can get tests for HRT, right, for low testosterone, and you need only mention that you have an injury for a doctor to legally prescribe you Anovar. Uh, now, if not in those doses, certainly something very close, okay? That's important because it was especially important to him because what does it do? It removes the risk of getting dirty and underdosed gear. And he had been, you know, he had some, he had to go to the hospital a couple times for infections. So it removes that. It also removes the considerable legal risk, okay, of going to the black market. So he doesn't have to look over his shoulder every night, okay? So there you have it. <laughs> that would be my best uh, recommendation to legally come on and off various compounds to maximize muscle gain, health, and performance. I don't know how many people will actually do it. Uh, I do know this guy is absolutely going to try to talk to his doctor uh, and get it. The only problem is a doctor will not prescribe, let's say, testosterone for X number of weeks and then HCG and then testosterone again. Why? It looks like, and the doctor is probably helping somebody cycle for performance enhancement, and they're not going to. I, did, I disagree. There's there's plenty of uh, legitimate clin- clinics out there that will do this. There are that'll go on and off. Yeah, that'll allow you to go on. And yeah, off because they make off. they make every, so every year, the legitimate clinics make their patients come completely off, and do blood work during that off period to make sure that prescribing testosterone is still under the legal guys. I, I know plenty of guys who literally have to come off for a couple months and get blood work done and see that their testosterone levels are in the trash before their doctor renews their annual prescription. That's interesting. Mine doesn't. Well, they, Mine, so, no, so they, the, the ones that do it, do it strictly because they don't want the DEA and the FDA and also the medical licensure board in their in their hometown to come down on them. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. They have me do blood work, um, but they've never said, "Hey, you need to come off." Now, yeah, no, no. They, 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 like if they're if you've been on testosterone for three or four years, some doctors will say, "I need to take you off and make sure that we still legitimately need to keep prescribing." They, they don't understand the interruption of the HPT axis. That as yeah. long as you're on, you're never going to produce your own testosterone. But they think, well, if you stop using for a couple months, you may bounce back. Because <laughs> because some of them have actually been challenged in court uh, by the DEA, the FDA, and, and licensure boards and say, you got this guy on testosterone for eight years. How do you know he still needs it? Because they're so stupid. They're so dumb. The ones that are actually governing are so stupid that they think like, how, like yeah, maybe he's producing his own testosterone now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Listen, if um, if those doctors and clinics are out there that that'll assist you, come on and off like this. Absolutely, you know, I would say I would say do it. it. Obviously, it depends on what you want. For me, HRT is very simply. I my body doesn't make what it used to. Uh, it was tested as low. My quality of life is so much better on it. And that's all I need it for. Yeah. You know, this, this, this other guy, it's a little different. It's a little different. It's, it's a legal way, I would say, of eliminating certain risks. And hopefully along the way, you wind up with more muscle and, and you're healthier. 
And I have to apologize to Sean Kernshield. He keeps telling me I got to say the date of the show at the beginning of the show. <clears throat> and he's right. He said <laughs> okay. because he said 50 years from now, people are going to find your podcast and go, wow, this guy Newt was talking about this 50 years ago. Yeah. That's and, a very good point. And I forgot to do it today. So I promise I will do it tomorrow. At the beginning of every show, I'll give the date. Sean, don't be mad yeah. at me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great, man. I, I learned something today, too. Thank you. Especially those two new tropics. I'm going to look into those. Yeah, they're legit. I mean, they're, they're by prescription only. Cool. They're legit. They they really do stuff to your brain. Good stuff. All right, well, that's doc- it. What's that? I see my doc Thursday. I'll be sure to ask him about yeah. it. Yeah. And in fact... Tell your doctor, why don't you become a member of the International Peptide Society, get trained in how to prescribe peptides, and add that to his his offer of therapies. That's a good point, because I, I know I'm not the only strength athlete that he... Well, forget, but forget know, about strength. I mean, he could, he could reverse uh, diseases using peptides. Yeah. We know that. I mean, there, there's real therapies out there. Look at my eye. I've been putting... I've been putting um, Thymocin beta-4 and BPC-157 eye drops in, and, and my eye doctor said that my eye is healing, like, unbelievably. The, the, the scar is going to go completely away. I mean, that we were talking uh, corneal transplant up until a couple weeks ago, and, and uh, I saw uh, Dr. Finch, and she was like, wow, you're, you know, you're, you're, the scar is three millimeters now. At this rate, it's going to disappear. That's great. I'm really glad to hear that. And, and and your doctor could prescribe those once they're trained at the International Peptide Society. They could prescribe those eye drops through TaylorMade and offer them to their patients. By the way, thymosin beta-4 is in its second IRB uh, 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 trial for completely reversing dry eye. Dry eye is a huge problem today. It's the number one reason that corneas are transplanted and eye doctors are seen is because the population suffers from dry eye. It's an autoimmune disorder, by the way. It's coming from mm. their gut up through into their eyes. Uh, it's a different story. Right. But anyway, uh, and so they're given these lubricants that don't do anything. And over time, the cornea dries out, and they have to go for corneal transplants. Thymosin beta-4 wow. has been already shown in one trial to completely reverse dry eye, and they're doing their second trial now. Your doctor can prescribe thymosin beta-4 eye drops for you now. If they were trained by IPS and they knew about TaylorMade Pharmacy, I will make sure he's aware. <laughs> you can bet it. You better believe it. See the stuff you learn on this show, huh? Yeah, every week. I love it. That's why I love it, man. I, I learn too. That's it. You need to be off the air. It's one thirty. Okay. You got it. All right. Talk to you, you next week, and we'll see everybody tomorrow with more Superhuman Radio. Thank you for watching and listening today.